0: Welcome to Just Warm Spaces, a podcast about life, art, and culture. My name is Nagin Jasmine, and today I am here with a friend, a writer, an organizer, Hoda Katabi. Hoda, Salam?
1: Just a friend.
0: My best friend. My soulmate. <laughs> uh, my twin. About to walk out this door. <laughs> uh, me. No, no, she's a. Uh, a friend who I have worked with in the past, and have traveled with, and laughed with, oh. and cried with. <laughs> okay, is that acceptable? I, is that good? Are we good now? now? For now. <laughs> Hi, Hoda. Hi. Welcome to Just Warm Spaces. Thanks for having me. Are you feeling cozy and warm? <laughs>
1: feeling pretty cozy.
0: Yeah. Hoda gifted me fuzzy socks recently.
1: Gift is a strong word. I need those back. They are but... <laughs> mine.
0: <laughs> Officially. Yeah. And um, wow, fuzzy socks. That's what today's episode <laughs> <laughs> will be about because they're a game changer. They really are. Um, hi, Hoda. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. The sun is out.
1: We had a nice hike yesterday. I'm feeling very at peace.
0: Nice. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very content also. Aww. Yeah, it's been really beautiful. Hola has welcomed me into her home. Thank you for coming. She lives About on... About time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't need to tell them where yeah, I live. <laughs> 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 um, But she lives in the Bay. And it's been really beautiful. I really love it here so much. Every time I'm here, it feels like a slice of heaven or something, where it's like the sunsets and the sunrises and the ocean and everything, the mist, the fog, the light.
1: smell of eucalyptus everywhere.
0: It's so Um, beautiful.
1: Alhamdulillah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's been really nice. And, um, you know, I was actually writing in my journal earlier today how I'm grateful for friendships that... It Thank gets you. so cheesy up in here, so get ready. <laughs> I try my best. I I cherish friendships who like cherish my rest. And like I was thinking about how you're someone who like really wants me to rest and like I obviously want that for you as well. But just thinking about what good friendships mean to me and like how they look like, I think that's one of them. And I think you've always been someone so. who like <laughs> values my rest, and oh. uh, that was actually the, one of the first things I wanted to talk to you about was like mm. female friendships and. Oh, I love that. Yeah, like how do you, how do you water your friendships, and how do mm. you want to be watered in your friendships? Well, wow, starting this up
1: so deep, might as well get into it. <laughs> you know, wanna ask like you know simple question? Okay, um, I love this question. Come closer. <laughs> Just facing here, it. Here? here. Yeah, right there. Um, how do I water my friendship? That's a really beautiful question. I feel like, honestly, moving to the Bay from Chicago, where I've spent almost ten years, like finding some of the best people in the city, um, I'm feeling very grateful for the relationships that I have there. I was actually very nervous of moving to the Bay because I'm very bad at keeping in touch with people who live not in the same city as me. And just because my schedule is so chaotic, it's hard to, it's hard to see people if I can't just like show up and be like, Hey, do you want to like go to the lake right now? You know? So I was a little bit worried about that, but I feel like I've been so grateful that my friends and I have just been randomly FaceTime each other constantly. Um, Mm -hmm. And me and you too, right? Like we're just like constantly calling each other very randomly when we need something, when we want to talk about something or just checking in. And I feel like that's been so refreshing and so nice in a way of like really taking time to just, even if you're in the middle of something, just like stopping, laying on your couch and just like having the hour and a half call. And I feel like it's been really nice of just like being there and being present when, like people are talking, um, and yet really trying to to listen and make intentions about reaching out to people, mm-hmm. yeah, all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like that's how you receive love as well?
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm not a, I'm not a quality time person. It's not really my love language that much. Um, I want to work on it being more my love language and not just be and be able to be more present to allow quality time to be more of a love language for me definitely acts of service is my love language just because I have so much shit I need to get done Mm -hmm. that's why I also feel like I'm trying to move um, beyond that I feel like just people being present and involved and like wanting and like being invested in the things that like I say are important to me I think Mm. it just goes a long
0: way totally nice well you do that oh yeah (laughs) do I do (laughs) acts of service
1: (laughs) Service, but i feel like
0: you don't allow me to wash the dishes <laughs> okay that's cultural and you know it and that i will be dishonored as an iranian in
1: my community <laughs> if you touch a dish in my house
0: oh my gosh anytime i feel like she's not looking <laughs> she pops up out of nowhere <laughs> and i'm like where the heck did you come
1: from <laughs> we, like, we all have that sixth sense <laughs> as iranians and afghans anyone's so getting close i know to yeah
0: sink. totally um so have you and you, I mean I think friendships are such a beautiful thing but I think with beauty is sometimes there comes complications you know mm. so friendships can also be very complex and some th- situations can be hard to navigate and you know I think one thing that we talk about on the podcast a lot is the feelings of envy and jealousy that mm. come up within female friendships especially
1: Yeah
0: and like have you ever you know, experience those feelings mm. and, like, what do you do in that situation?
1: Yeah, that's a really great question. And I feel like... I feel thank like you. anyone would be... <laughs> Th- thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Flips hair. You, you did do that. For the record, I just want to name. <laughs> you don't get to see the beautiful side in front of me. <laughs> she did flip her. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's natural, right? Like, I think that envy... And jealousy can be productive if you allow them to be, like if Mm -hmm. you, I mean, in the most optimistic sense of things, like allowing you to like push yourself to do better, I think are the positive sides of like the roots of some of those feelings. Um, I think I struggled a lot more with envy and jealousy, especially when I was younger. And I think having a lot more like internalized white supremacy growing up in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. and then making friends who looked like me, I think there's just, and I, and I think a lot of people who like grew up without community and then entered into community, but just was always that person that was like, you know, ostracized now seeing people who look like you, I think is it's really hard to figure out how to navigate those relationships. Um, so I feel like that's definitely something that I struggled with a lot moving from Oklahoma to Chicago was like, like trying to unlearn the internalized white supremacy that I felt like I was holding a lot of. Um, And that was, like, built into my identity and my sense of self. Um, I feel like now, as I'm older, I intentionally take time. Like, right now especially, I feel like I'm being extremely selective about who I want to spend time with because, like, time is so precious. And I've learned that people have such a huge effect on your energy. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, if someone's energy is just not there, it can, like, just take down the rest of my day uh, really easily. And I don't have time for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: I feel like right now I've been very particular about who I spend time with and picking people who like, make me feel nourished and I also have space to nourish them and are exciting and are doing really amazing things. Mm-hmm. And so if I, I felt like if I did have those feelings of jealousy, it would be very hard to continue to be friends with really amazing people like you, for example, right, that are doing so many cool things. Um, and... I, I feel, yeah, I feel like it, it's such a limiting feeling if, if you if you don't allow that to turn into, like, the exciting, like, inspiration feeling that can come from that and, like, the pushing you feeling rather than the, like, drowning in it sort totally. of feeling. Totally, yeah.
0: Um, and I think there's so much to say and just even being, like, vulnerable with those emotions and yeah. being honest about them versus being like, no, I don't feel that way at all. I'm perfect. Like, because yeah. if we don't, name these feelings, they end up festering into something maybe ugly or hurtful.
1: Yeah.
0: And the last thing we want to do in our female friendships is like hurt each other. So it's like, how can we help each other? And it's like by naming things and by being like, hey. Yeah. And we've had some
1: conversations that are tough too.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean Mm. that's what happens with friendships. And I think that's what makes friendships like so much stronger in the long run. Absolutely. If you're able to like have that conversation and then like grow from it even more, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. I love you on a deeper level. <laughs> we got through
1: this. <laughs> yeah, it's like new level unlocked. <laughs> yeah, totally. For sure. I mean, I also think that social media is just like a huge, like, it it brings out the negative side of those feelings so much more. Yeah. Like, and I know that we were talking about this just yesterday, how, mm-hmm. like, I feel like TikTok, especially, is becoming so unhealthy because of, like, yeah. where I find myself on the TikTok world right totally, now. Totally, yeah. Um, it makes you maybe less jealous but more just like uncomfortable in your own skin mm-hmm. um and yeah i but thankfully i feel like i have a lot less of that in my friendships now but Good. definitely i think yeah. communication is like everything communication is
0: everything yeah it's always the answer <laughs> and
1: honesty like if, yeah. friends, then, like if you can trust your friends then
0: like if you can't trust your friends and
1: there's no point in being friends, Why with are them, friends? then you can't even yeah. have a conversation about anything big or small truly
0: um, actually, I wanted to talk about TikTok because that is something that like has been a reoccurring conversation because mm-hmm. like you and I are both on TikTok a lot, sending each other TikToks. <laughs> <Shh, shh, shh. laughs> Nobody's no. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but like <A> Finsta TikTok. <laughs> yeah, you have a Finsta TikTok. <laughs> At least you get to like receive my funny videos that I send to you Mostly about like it's just babies we just- and like. <laughs> An any shrek related <laughs> anything t-tose. shrek related yeah um but yeah how it's like i think it's really interesting how we feel like it's almost changed the way we see the world you know and Not like, almost. it has, it has. Changed, so it's like, changed the, the world, way we see the world mm. and it changes the way we see ourselves mm. like we were talking about how like we don't do full face makeup and how everyone on tiktok TikTok, it seems like everyone's like doing full face makeup and it makes us feel like we're doing something wrong.
1: Yeah, we're just like in our sweatpants all day. Yeah. You lazy ass.
0: <laughs> Look tired as hell. Like I have no idea how to put fake lashes on. And it's like, I think it's such an amazing thing to be able to do that and to be able to like um, emphasize your, your beautiful like uh, features. Mm-hmm. And like, there's nothing wrong with it at all. But I just, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I don't have the energy for it, Mm. to be honest. But then it makes me feel like when I'm out and about, especially Mm. living in LA, where I'll, like, look around and I'll be like, man, there are so many baddies around. Like, (laughs) everywhere I look, baddies. And it's like, am I less than Mm. a baddie? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) That's going to be the name of this
1: episode. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we have definitely talked about this a lot. And it's so hard because, like, and I also mentioned to you that, like, I when I was younger, I really wanted a nose job. Like, every single Iranian girl out there ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I just, I never put thought into it seriously just because I was like, this is my politic. Like, I want to, if I can embrace my nose, then, like, hopefully other people who see me with a natural nose on social media can also be, like, Hey, look, a normal nose, right? 100%. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it gets tough. And I feel like Instagram, not Instagram, yes, Instagram, but mostly TikTok yeah. has made me consider getting a nose job for the first time in my life, the most seriously that I have. That's like, I insane. literally Googled before and after rhinoplasty pictures, and I got off and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. And I think recognizing that is really, really important. Totally. Um, and it's just, it's so. Like, it's so funny because I, I always feel like we're always talking about, like, oh, the younger generation, how they get influenced. But, like, we also get influenced so negatively by yeah. these things. And even if we can be so confident one day, like, confidence is not something that you just have. It's, like, it's a spectrum. It, mm-hmm. like, comes and goes. It's not linear. Um, and we all have those days where we're probably Googling some plastic surgery before and after. 100%. Us. So, um, yeah. but I think not naming that doesn't actually, like, help anything. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I think what's been helpful for me in those, like, moments is, is, like, trying to pull back from the comparison. And we also, like, talked about this of, like, how much of, like, how much of what we want to value in ourselves is also about, like, external appearances when, like, A, we're all going to die, <laughs> which yes. we bonded over, loving <laughs> that fact. <laughs> um, like, we're literally all going to die, and earthworms are going to eat all of our faces regardless yeah. if we got a no or not, equally. Mm-hmm. Um, well actually maybe not about the plastic but you know (laughs) can I take that back (laughs) but like our life is so short and so like is do we want to be able to like feel like our beauty is coming from that or if it's coming from like who we are like what we're doing our work our values like how we can show love to each other and ourselves and obviously that's always going to be a work in progress but I feel like just reminding myself of that and like just telling myself I'm gonna die, you know? As you mm-hmm. want by someone
0: beautiful? Yeah.
1: You can die, don't worry
0: about it. <laughs> yeah. And so are they. Well hopefully that's not You're going to die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this guy really loving and tender.
0: I'm dying. I like how you're like, this is gonna be really wholesome. And, and then they're like you bring me on the show, everyone's gonna die. Worms are not gonna eat. Uh, plastic noses because they're not organic. <laughs> I
1: wonder if Worms people about, picky. Like, non-organic plastic noses.
0: Yeah, I wonder too. Yeah, that I mean, and when you say that and, you know, I also see myself having those thoughts. I'm like, well, why am I on this app? <laughs> you know, why am I on it? Why am I a part of social media? Funny. But that's the thing too. It's like we don't... And there's like, you're also going to lose out on this cultural aspects and and all but of do these you really conversations? lose out i mean it's that's, what, though. that's like, what they make you feel easier like easier said than done right mm-hmm, like, yeah. I'm
1: still, like i'm still not deleting tiktok i mean i'm i'm on tiktok for my excuses that i'm holding the app berkeley law handles hostage <laughs> right now you know iranians and holding <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um so that's my excuse <laughs> but um yeah i'm probably not gonna delete the app but i can try to be more conscious about it because I think recognizing how it makes you feel is really really important.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: and like also, I feel like we were also talking about how much it just. It, it's not very nuanced. Like it feels like very smart sometimes. Like people will be like, yeah, you know, X Y Z reason why someone does something, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. And then if you think about it, you're like that yeah, kind of yeah, bullshit yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think yourself and also the way that you treat people or engage with people, like dating, everything, like yeah. I feel like it just, it tries to warp everything in this very like definitely TikTok culture.
0: Very much so. Like there will be TikToks that are like things you need to avoid if like, or like how to treat men so that they fall yeah. in love with you. And, <laughs> and it's insane. Like the things that people are suggesting and it sucks because at the end of the day, it's like perpetuating perpetuating this idea that like so much time and energy has to be spent on playing games and mm. like being dishonest. I, know. I was
1: like, can we just
0: <laughs> and no. yeah, and like can we just communicate and be honest? Like, can we can we perpetuate that dialogue mm. instead of the other one because? Like you said, time is so limited. And I'm not going to spend, like, five days not texting someone back that I like because I'm hoping it'll make them obsessed with me. I don't need someone to be obsessed with me. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm obsessed with
1: you. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but it do t- take
0: five days to text me back, though, so it's <laughs>
1: Honestly, oh I'm just gosh. here for the chase.
0: <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, it, it really does change the way you you're seeing things and you have to be very conscious about it cuz people on tiktok are very confident about what they're saying and yeah. you can just believe anything they say cuz you'll they'll they just do it with so much confidence.
1: Yeah, I know. And then how things go viral, it's like people saying the same things so you see it constantly. Totally, totally. And, yeah.
0: But changing the subject <laughs> a little bit to something we were just talking about, confidence. I feel like something I've admired about you for so long is that I think that whenever you do believe in something you're very confident about it which is how I hope to be you know mm-hmm. which is like believing in yourself and mm-hmm. believing in your work and how do you think you've been able to cultivate a space for yourself which allows confidence and just the power of believing in yourself
1: I love that question and thank you that's so sweet <laughs> um I mean Definitely not linear for mm-hmm. sure. Um, there are a lot of days where I'm like, "What the, <laughs> what the hell was wrong with you? Why did you think this is possible?" Um, a lot of those days, for sure, when things get really rough.
0: Yeah, because you have very big goals. Like you said, which is no. But here's the thing: you achieve them. Like when I met you, all a work I don't progress. know, like years ago. You know, you were like, I dream to have this and this and this and and now you're like like you said in the works Mm. of it or it's been created and sometimes just like damn (laughs) (laughs) how how does this girl do it
1: yeah I don't I don't know I feel like I think I all the projects that I'm involved in like I'm someone that oh I, I feel like I'm someone that like if I if I don't if I'm not there a hundred percent, then like I can't give my hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. I'm very I'm an extremist,
0: <laughs> one could say. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so I feel like if it's not something that I and not that things can't be complicated, everything is complicated, all of this work is so complicated, but if it's not something that I can get behind one hundred percent, then I can't actually bring myself to do it. Mm-hmm. Um and I think a lot of so, so many of us are involved in things that like we like to a certain degree or we agree with on paper or we're doing it for the money or we're doing it for this sort of external like fame or a, a person, you know, so I think there's so many external reasons why we do so many things um, and not like the reason that we're doing it in the first place, like not the project itself or like the act itself, but like an external factor that's like separate from like the thing. Um, and I feel like anytime it's something like that, I can never give my 100%. Like I, when I had a nine to five job for those year and a half, very short year and a half, um, I like, you know, you go to work and you're excited in the beginning. And then eventually you're like, I can do all this in an hour and then like check out, right? Like all of us are kind of checked out if we have a nine to five or something that we're doing for somebody else or, you know, for money, for example. So I feel very like grateful in the sense that um I don't want to settle, you know, like being able to think of a project that just means so much to you that you're like, like I, you're excited about, like if it, it helps me get out of bed every single day. And like, it helps me like stay motivated or work like 15, 20 hour days sometimes. And you're just like, I want to get this done because I want to see it through. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, like not for anything else, but to just see this project through. So I feel like a lot of my work are almost like tests. Um, like blue tin, for example, is like, I want to see if this works. Um, and if this works, they'll be amazing because then this other things will make it make sense, right? Or yeah. like 63rd House or other things is, is really like an experiment in a way. And so it feels very like, um, like I'm curious to know, like if these ideas make sense together or if it's possible. Um, and I think that's it's just exciting. So I think being able to like figure out like how can we like what is the core of what actually is exciting for us and like what is that core project and what is that core like that thing um and how can we like be doing it for that thing and not for like sort of the the bystand not bystander mm-hmm. like the rest of the excess or yeah. that comes out from that um which I know is like very vague and slightly theoretical I think but that's yeah and I and also, I think growing up, like I didn't have a lot of people, minus my family to some extent, um, believing in the random shit that I was doing because you know growing up Muslim in Oklahoma, et cetera, et cetera um, so I think I had to have a level of internal motivation in order to just get anything that I wanted done moving forward and so i I do think a lot of it comes from just having to do that as a kid, growing up um and and like also I think just being stubborn like. I know that I have, like, I know this idea is right, like, right? Like, I, I or I know that, like, if I can experiment in this way, it can show these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel, like, very, like, I want to show it for myself. Like, I really want to see if this works um, because I'm genuinely curious of it. And I do believe strongly that it, you know, there's something that can come of this that's really important. Um, and so I I guess that, honestly, yeah. is, like, and there's also the side of, like, going back to death. <laughs> um thinking about the fact that we're all gonna die soon um and the line in the quran that says like you'll look back on your life and it'll feel like an afternoon um like we like why don't you just try right like all we can do on this earth that we're here for such a short amount of time is just do our best and then like peace out and we're Mm -hmm. gone right like we're just we're here get our job done you know and then we move on and we like sign out so i feel like we have such a short amount of time that why would, we, why would we want to do anything other than just, like, what we can for ourselves and for, like, for the questions that we want to ask and
0: explore. Totally. Because then we're out. <laughs> yeah, because then we're out. And no coming back. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's such a good thing to remember, too, when we procrastinate so much. You know, we, like, put our dreams on hold mm. because we're too busy with our 9-to-5s or we're too busy scrolling through TikTok. And there has to be a point where you have to have that that self control and that like mm. determination to see something through, yeah, so I think that's like that's just that was really good appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> the
1: discipline really is everything. And I think that's discipline. a work in progress always. And I think, honestly, yeah. Islam helped me cultivate a lot of that. Really? How yeah. so? In terms of, like, I think Islam is a faith of discipline, right? Like, so much mm-hmm. of the Quran and so much of Islam is about making sure that you have control over your body, making sure that you're, like, you're, you know, you're praying five times a day. You're praying, like, you're doing this. This is a ritual. Like, these are oh. practices that we that we do regularly, like every single day, you know, like that being able to like get yourself out of bed, you know, if you're not a morning person or staying up, Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you're not a night person to pray is like, even if like, it doesn't, like, you're not always able to connect with God each time that you're praying, the, like the prayer is the discipline itself too. Like there's like value. Yeah, exactly. Or Ramadan itself is Mm -hmm. like (laughs) a crash course in discipline. Um, And I think being able to to, like, have some of that energy is really, really important. So I think yeah. in my times, in the moments of my life where I'm, like, spiritually high and then my the rest of my life's discipline is low, like, I will, like, get out of bed because I'm just pretend it's Ramadan, you know, and, like, you have to get up or just pretend, mm-hmm. like, you have to pray right now, you know? So I feel like knowing that you have that and you have, like, a practice to cultivate that, you can kind of, like, lie to yourself to get you out of bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or use that and, like, draw from that.
0: Yeah. And, like, in which moments... Do you find yourself leaning on spirituality the most mm. to, like, get you through your day? Ooh. I feel like
1: always. I it's, it's in flux. Like, I mentioned to you, like, earlier that, like, right now, actually, I feel like I'm at a spiritual low, unfortunately, for whatever reason. Um... And I feel like spirituality is very fluid, right? Like I have, like, I'm sure many of us are like this, where we just have like months or maybe a year or an hour where we're just like on top of it. And we're like, I love this. This is like me. And you just feel so in tune. And right now I feel like I'm a little bit out of practice, I guess. Um, but I, I do feel very grateful. Like, for example, in our walk yesterday, our hike, and like being able to just go to the ocean and just like sit there. I felt like that was extremely spiritual for me. Like Mm -hmm. being able and like watching the sunset, right? Like these these moments of like so much beauty in the world. And then like people's audacity say God doesn't exist when like who painted the sunset? You know? Like it just it's here. Like who did this?
0: Yeah.
1: Um so I feel like it's in those moments of being able to like really enjoy nature and like the world around us and the beauty of the world around us as like horrible as like politically and you know people can get. I I think I truly deep down the world is gorgeous and like filled with so many beautiful people. And I feel like that always is like helpful, right? Yeah. So it's like a it's a constant mental health like Yeah boost <laughs> if anything. Of like, you know, even having like a rough meeting but then like going on a walk and mm-hmm. then like mm-hmm. taking in like flowers and things like that. And you'll be like, wow, okay, like alhamdulillah and like I'm still breathing, like I'm still yeah. here, like I still have another chance. Um and so I, I do think that like finding beauty in an external like nature actually helps so much in like cultivating that internal side.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the first things we bonded on was how Prophet Muhammad sallallahu wa loves <laughs> beauty. <laughs> remember that? Slightly. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Let me just make it's so recording. It's okay. so wholesome. <laughs> yeah, so that was one of the first things we first bonded on. Um, oh. because I love that you remember that. Yeah, well it was like yeah. our first conversation and I think you were interviewing me yeah. for this internship <laughs> position that she had and this was years ago. And she was like, So, you know, I what's important to you or something? And I was like, you know, beauty's so important to me because the prophet, peace be upon him, like beauty was so important to him. That's what I knew. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like she's hired. <laughs>
0: you know whether it be speaking beautifully like mm. speaking your most beautiful word or seeing beauty creating beauty living in beauty like that is how i see islam ultimately is like a lifestyle on it's just a guide mm. it's a guide on how to live beautifully so much of it is about cleanliness and love and i think that all is just a part of beauty yeah. and yeah being able to to see beauty and to like be immersed in it for me as well is a great way to align myself back to my creator
1: Uh, i mean actually um with this having this conversation now almost makes me think about what we were just talking about we were just like we're so ugly (laughs) (laughs) we'd be talking (laughs) no this i feel like oh just like two questions earlier about you know we're like it's so hard not to compare yourself like this feels like almost the opposite of the energy so like to answer that it's just to hold on to this energy like you know i I feel like it really it's so much is just mindset like tiktok takes us down to a dark place where like there is no god yeah (laughs) and like being able to be grounded in like the world around you is just like who cares you know and i so it really is like i I feel like that just balanced out what we just talked about i agree
0: and I think that's just the best part about aging. I <laughs> truly believe that as we get older, we just care less and less about these fake standards mm. because we just know that they're rooted in in s- racism and white supremacy yeah, and capitalism. capitalism and it's just, it's fake. It's not real. Yeah. Someone else is creating this. It's not like the actual rules... That the earth created or something, you yeah, know? Yeah, and
1: honestly, like for people who do believe in God, like the audacity of us to call ourselves ugly when, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, God made you
1: that way, right? Like this is this is a beauty, just like anything else.
0: Yeah, like, like you can
1: look at a tree and be like, I don't like that tree, but it's like the most beautiful tree, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's like knowing that there is, yeah, there's so much beauty in the world, and we're just society has made us think one way or another about mm-hmm. each
0: of it. Yeah, like I wish society would be more. I think more graceful in a sense of being like, wow, so beautiful that you can dance with your body that you mm. can like hug with your body and you can cook with your body mm. and like walk and see beautiful things with your eyes and you listen to things with your ears. Like that should be our beauty standards, mm. you know? I mean, I don't know. That could be, <laughs> you know, in, in any way, like just being grateful for like all of the things we are able to do
1: mm. Or even our thoughts, you know, in our thoughts, like like, not even physically, like our
0: emotions, our love, like
1: yeah. Honestly, the capacity to show love is so beautiful. uh,
0: Yeah. How can you compete with that? I know that's one of my favorite things. Just knowing, being in situations that have tested our capacity for love, and then like seeing that and being like, wait, you succeeded the test. You're like, oh yeah, I have (laughs) so much love to give. It's crazy. I know.
1: (laughs) It's so beautiful and like chilling. You're like, wow. You can get hurt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you get real hurt. But at the end of the day, you could see it back. This is so vague, but obviously so obvious. We're talking about heartbreak. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you could give so much and you could feel so drained and like you can victimize yourself, right? Totally easily could be like I am a victim. This person took so much from me, blah blah blah. But like, imagine how empowering it is to shift that narrative and be like, "Wait, no! I have so much love to give, and they got to experience an ounce of lucky it." Bastards. You know, an <laughs> ounce.
1: And also, like, how much love is in our friendships?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and <laughs>
0: lucky bastard <laughs> that just registered. <laughs>
1: But, like, also, like, all of the, like, the beauty that we can pour into our friendships and not just wait for, like, one singular person that just, like, receives everything that we have. But, like, I feel so grateful to, like, have close friendships that are so nourishing in so many ways Mm -hmm. that, like, a man could never. Yeah, a
0: man could never. And also, there's this idea where people are like, man... Someone else gets to enjoy the fruits of my labor. You know, always taking it back to labor. And it's like, dude, I'm just going to go plant more fruit trees. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere I go, there is so much fruit to be had and shared. Yeah. So it's it's always this this mindset that I think is holding us back from just like showering each other with love. And super
1: individualistic. Exactly. And so American, so Western. Yeah. So white
0: how how do you um you know speaking of draining individuals and like
1: <laughs> talking about boys
0: <laughs> <laughs> but like how do you protect your energy and do you have certain rituals that help you stay grounded thank you so much for listening to the first part of my conversation with Huda. If you would like to listen to the rest of our conversation, you can do so by supporting my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Jasmine. A link will also be provided in the box below or wherever it is. Uh, Thank you for supporting this podcast. This year, I'm going to publish three episodes per month, bringing on guests, people who inspire me, and continuing my conversations with Rona. I am really looking forward to building more of a community with everyone this year and hoping that together we can have brilliant conversations and share a lot of insight. If you cannot pay for episodes, um, if you don't have the means right now, no worries whatsoever, please just send me an email at nikian.jazz at gmail.com or send me a dm on instagram Uh, my ig is and jasmine and i can send it to you for free um but yeah thank you everyone for listening and excited to share our next episode with you love you bye